All right. Man, you all look amazing. Yep, 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 pretty much. Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this out, and it, I, might, I might sound to some of you like a broken record, except I can't, I can't help myself. I can't, well, I can't help myself about what I'm about to say because we've been feeling it over and over and sensing it over and over, and that is that, that um, something has really, really shifted in the kingdom. Um, and the things that we've been crying out for for a long time, and, I, and believe me, I understand, but I love the prophetic and everything around it, and we need it, especially the times where we're waiting and things aren't, don't seem to be happening the way that we're asking and that we've been asking for a long time. And so, but also what can happen is we can get really jaded with words. We're like, yeah, yeah, we've heard it. This is going to be a great year. Okay, God's going to move this year. Yeah, we've heard it. Um, but because some of you have not heard me say this, I'm going to start again. I'm going to repeat again that in September, especially when we crossed over into the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, uh, end of September, something shifted. And the, it is a year of open doors. And um, is, is what this year signifies. Uh, it's a lot more than that, but I'm just simplifying it. It's the year of open doors. And um, so many things have happened uh, for Suzanne and I in the last several months. Just crazy, amazing things. And God's setups and like crazy. But it's not just us. It's, I, we're watching it all around us. And, um, and so I, I'm, I'm telling you this... Um, because I, I want to increase your expectation right now, especially if you've still been feeling stuck. You're like, great, Brent, that's great for you. The doors are open, but I'm still feeling stuck. I want to tell you that the good news is that we're not making any of this happen. That this is God's intention, his idea, and, and his, his heart for the world and for all of his children is is infinitely bigger than any of us could possibly imagine. Way more than on our, our most you know, compassionate day when we're sobbing on the ground because we're feeling a bit of his heart for people. I'm telling you, it's you know, way more than that. And so he's not going to let this, this thing called life and the world just play out and just kind of drone on and you know, kind of go in the pits like some of us are afraid is going to happen. That's not his plan. He's actually a really good God, and he's going to win his kids' hearts back. Um, just, just, um, just in the last days, I, 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 think, I think Suzanne's going to share some of this in just a minute. In the last couple of days, we're hearing from s- several of our friends in other countries astounding things that are happening. Um, more things, like just more and more is happening, but I'll let, I'll let her share that. I want to say this. This is what I want to say, is that I was, uh, the last couple of days, um, you know, Bill, you've alluded to this. We've talked about how lately some of the some of the old songs are are starting to hit us again. And there, I will just say this: in the last two days, um, I have been soaking a whole bunch. You know what that is? That's just where you're laying down and you're just kind of letting everything go, and and listening to some soaking music. And uh, and and thanks to you. Um, <laughs> My dear friend Stephen, I, I got the CD that you just played, you know, 
And I've just been listening to it like several times over. And it's just wrecking me. And I'm sitting here just a mess. And why is that significant? Because, because there have been different seasons in my life where it's been so easy to be in the Lord's presence. And I just, and soaking is something that I wanted to do. And I'm, I'm remembering memories of, of these times with the Lord where I'm laughing and crying and laughing and crying with nobody else in the room, just me and him. And it's just like all sweeping back again. And I'm saying there are reasons. I don't know why it is, but there are, there are reasons. There are ebbs and flows of what the Lord's doing. And, and I wish, you know, we all wish, we, we keep looking for the, the magic. Like, you know, if I could just pray the right prayer, you know what I mean by not magic. But you know what I'm saying? If we, just, if we just knew what it was we could do to make God do what we're looking for him to do, you can't. And, and that's part of why we have seasons of waiting which is which is which actually means staying in the game. Keep your heart active. Keep agreeing with God. Don't get discouraged in those times where it's not all as easy and and fun, and we don't connect with Him as easily. But I'm telling you, that is all shifting. I'm just telling you, it is shifting. I'm feeling it. I've been living it. So have so many people around me, and and if you're thinking, well, uh, it's that's great, Brent, but it's passing me by. No, it's not. This is when God's river moves through, I'm telling you. I am telling you something. You're not like so significant that you can, you know, get out of his river. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? He's, it's so powerful. It's so, it is so all-encompassing. You're coming along in it. You may not know it for a while, but you're already moving faster. <laughs> you're already starting to get swept up in it. And you'll, you'll start to feel it more and more. You just will. And, and um, I, I really felt the Lord's heart saying to me, uh, this is this last couple of days, especially Jesus is saying, my family is coming home. My family, I'm just, you know, all those that don't know him, my family's coming home. And, and therefore, I've got to get my family here. My church, my bride has got to wake up and it is time for expansive uh, growth spurts of, you know, expansive love, meaning we're going to get over our stuff. And this is what happens when God's spirit starts coming is that we can't hang on to the petty stuff that we were hanging on to, the things that were separating us. He's just not going to allow it because a family's coming in and they got to see what real love is. Because Jesus said when, you know, when, when the world sees you loving the way I love you, you sees you loving each other, they're going to know. The world's going to know. They're going to know who I am. So Suzanne and I were talking about all this. We've been, we've been really, um, even today, we just got, we got a phone call from someone and got so excited about all God's doing. And, um, and Suzanne just started sharing, you know, her heart the way she does. And I said, honey, you got to share that tonight. So she said yes. So here's Suzanne Blocker. brought him. I know. This, oh, man. Anyway. Hi. Uh, yeah, you know, I am going to pray first because, as you heard, I found out at 1 o'clock this afternoon that I was going to be up here. So, Holy Spirit, bless the speaker. 
Well, Holy Spirit, would you help whoever is listening with, my th- with your train of thought through me? <sighs> okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, I've been, uh, even in preparing for this, I, I started to get excited about what God is up to because um, he's given me clues, you know, in this last uh, 18 months, it seems. It seems like something happened um, back in October of 2016. And... Um, Wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah, now I remember what happened. Now. And um, and then and I I should have been paying attention, but it's only in the last I think in the last month that I'm realizing um, how the Lord speaks to me, and I haven't picked up on that. And um, and then as He's been speaking to me, it's like accelerating, and I'm understanding a little bit more. And let me tell you guys, this is this is this is totally new for me to understand. Um, a word was given to me back in the day that said, you know, that I that I'm prophetic. I don't know what that means. I don't. It's not that I'm like a prophet or anything like that, but that I'm prophetic. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And I've been trying to explore. I mean, I, that was word was given to me um, like when Blazing Fire started, and. Um, and um, and the person that gave it to me, well, the person that gave it to me was Chris Valatin, and I'm like, what What does he mean by that? Because I didn't know. I really had no grid. We were just we were we had just come from one church, and we were going into a new church, and this whole um, idea of a prophetic culture and what this means, and how the Lord really wants to bring us and grow us and mature us in him. I didn't have a grid for that. I, you know, I was busy having babies and raising them and that kind of thing. And so I didn't have a grid for what this meant. And I didn't grow up in a tradition where you understood what the prophetic is. And so just in this last month, I think, um, as I've thought about what's going on with me, I realized um, how my, how that uh, prophetic bent works for me. And so a lot of it has to do with just like um, putting a whole bunch of pieces together, you know, um, and just going, wait, this means that. And as this comes together, and then it's going to mean this, and then it's going to mean this. And then, and then look at how he did this, that, and the other thing. And that's how I'm wired. So that's why I pray that you can, <laughs> you can follow my stream of consciousness here. Because there is, um, there is a message. I believe there is something. And, and it's going to be activated in you too. Not necess- whatever it is that you're gifted with. However the Lord speaks to you. However the Lord is working in your life. It will be activated. And I think tonight that's going to happen. So, um, <sighs> um, a, a couple of months ago. Yeah. When was it? Um, I think it was October, maybe it was November of 2017, okay, so just a few months ago, I had a dream, and in the dream, um, I'm a cheerleader, which in the natural, um, I've never been a cheerleader like in high school or college or anything like that, but I am a cheerleader. I'm a mama in this house, and I encourage, I love, 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 love to encourage everybody um, with whatever it is that they're going through or the victories that they have. That's me. I'm, I am cheerleading. Um, 
So in this dream, um, I'm, I'm on the sidelines, and I am cheerleading my heart away for the team. It happens to be a women's basketball team. And never played basketball. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Never played basketball. Okay. <sighs> really? Right? Right? <laughs> so, anyway. That aside. Um, uh, the coach comes in. So it's a timeout. He calls a timeout or whatever. And the coach comes over to all of the cheerleaders. There were other cheerleaders, not just me. And he uh, comes over to the cheerleaders, and he says, you guys are great cheerleaders, but I need you in the game. Let's that one sink in. It means he thought, yeah, I could play. I mean, I could play a dual role, right? That I could, I could be part of the team. I could actually be out on the court contributing, and he acknowledged, I'm a great cheerleader, but I need you up, I need you where the action is, calling you to that, it's time, honey, and, um, and so, in the years that we've been, um, uh, we've had Blazing Fire or uh, minister, uh, pastored here, I felt like there are times or what I'm going through, whatever season I'm going through in my life, um, reflects what is happening or what is going to happen in my body, in my church body, in my fam. And so I wanted to encourage you with that, that, um, that, yeah, like Brett was saying, we're all going, oh, yeah, right, all right, all right, it's going to happen, that's going to happen, whenever is that going to happen, right? When, when is something going to happen? I am stuck here. I had this moment. <laughs> I had, honestly, that, I'm, I'm, I was rolling my eyes when he was saying that, you know, and when people are going, oh, my gosh, what is this? And honestly, I've been rolling my eyes, too, probably with some of you, you know, confession time. And... Um, and it hit me. Um, I, I pick things out of movies, and I like um, I like sci-fi, and specifically one of the movies that I saw was Star Trek Beyond. So if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry if this is a spoiler. But um, in the movie, um, I'm just going to quote a little bit because this is where I was at. Um, this is Captain Kirk. He's the captain of this amazing ship called the Enterprise, and. Um, and they're out on this five-year mission. They're out in deep space, okay? They're on this five-year mission, and everybody on this big old ship together. And so he, he's uh, reflecting on, um, on, on his time on this ship, and he says, As for me, things have started to feel a little episodic. And I'm like, right? <laughs> right? I'm like, I... I I don't remember when I was up here. Maybe it was 2015, and I was going on and on about, to what end, Lord, am I doing anything? To what end? To what end? You know? And he wasn't, I wasn't getting an answer. And so this is what I was feeling. Things were getting episodic. And then he just says, the further we go into space, I find myself wondering 
what it is we are trying to accomplish. If the universe is truly endless, then are we not striving for something forever out of reach? And I'm like, well, Lord, we're going after your kingdom. <laughs> and your kingdom is endless. So does that mean, you know, what are, we, what are we going after? Are we going after your kingdom? Because I want to go after your kingdom with something that's more, with a heart that's more faith-filled. How many of you have not felt, felt faith-filled lately? Or faithless? Okay, yeah, that's me. That's me, totally. And this is what, and this is what I'm trying to get across to you is that um, this time, this last year, has been a time of really um, questioning um, where I'm at. Am I going after this? What are we going after, God? I want to know. I want to know. And, the, and this waiting thing is killing me. Right, and it's like when I was when I was pregnant with my second son, and I was like, I was so ready to be. I was like a, a month before, six weeks before he was due. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I want to have this baby now. You know, because it, it's just that's because all you're doing is just waiting, and waiting and waiting. But as you guys know, during that waiting period, during when a woman is pregnant, her body's changing, the baby's growing, there, all this stuff really is happening, but you don't see it on the outside, right? So I'm, we're, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm asking the Lord, and I'm feeling faithless faith. I want to get faith-filled, and I don't know how to get out of that place. And I don't want to feel like I'm not, um, I'm not going to reach wherever, wherever I'm going to go. And uh, the Lord, in his graciousness... He, he, I, I looked through my journal, and I'm reading a whole bunch of dreams that I didn't remember that I had, but he was speaking to me throughout this whole last year. So in October of 2016, um, I listened to the Open Heavens Conference up at Bethel, and the opening worship set um, led by Brian, Jen, Brian and Jen Johnson and Christine DeMarco was amazing. I was locked in, and I still am locked into that specific worship set because there were so many uh, songs and so many things going on in me that um, during that worship time. So I'm bawling and you know just getting so into what the Lord is weaving through that worship set. And one of the songs that really hit me that I hadn't heard before was um, "Take Courage" by Christine DeMarco. And one of the lines in the song is, um, take courage, my soul, um, he's in the waiting. Take courage, my heart, he's in the waiting. And I'm thinking, what waiting? What? What am I waiting for? I want to know. I need to know because I'm in this place that is not comfortable. It's not um, I'm not feeling life in this. I am struggling. And there are times where I just want to, all I want to say is God is good and leave it at that, you know? And going after the, the things of the kingdom is like, but why? But why? And so, um, so I, I fast forward a little bit. 
so through all of 2017, and um, and trying to think about my prophetic words, you know, I hope you guys are writing down your prophetic words, you know, transcribe them if you get them recorded or something, they're really important, and, and um, write down your dreams, write down any dreams that you can remember, even snippets of them. Because as I found, as I was preparing today, as I found out, the Lord has been speaking to me. But I didn't recognize it. I didn't recognize it until, just like I said a few weeks ago, oh, Suzanne, this is that for you. you he has been speaking to you, but you're not paying attention. Maybe you're not wanting to. Maybe you've gone into that little circle all the way around, and you're just going, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. It's too hard, you know. But he is. But in his graciousness, he's been speaking to me. And so I'm like, okay, thank you, Lord. And, what, um, and so fast forward to October of 2017, and I am up here with a panel of beautiful women that I wish were here with me right now, and <laughs> we're talking about hope. And I remember thinking, I, you know, I, I want to share and I want to extend hope, but I, I don't know how to do that with integrity. But um, I shared from my heart, and to, I honestly can't remember what I shared, because I remembered what everybody else shared, and, that was, and it was really good, and it fed me. But what I shared, I was, I'm not sure what I, I was, um, what I had said. But after that weekend, um, a suddenly happened. And um, what I mean by that is I had listened to a, um, a message by Chris Fallatin Back in May of May of 2017, or anyway, it was called Kairos Moments. And if you heard that, that was a fabulous um, teaching on Kairos Moments. And I remember thinking at the time, and I took copious notes, and I'm like, "Wow, this is so good! This is so good!" And then it just immediately went, and I didn't think about it anymore until today. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is that. This is what." And, and that's what the prophetic does. They give you they give you something out in the future that's coming, and then just be you need to be aware of how it impacts you, how you um, will respond when it happens. And so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, whoa, these suddenlies happen because in my in my journal I've got several dreams that are significant that were happening or um, um, instances or what is it uh, yeah instances where things are moved so fast they just kept happening and I'm like okay Lord these are suddenlies these are suddenlies propelling me towards something some somewhere something that you want um want me to see, want, you want me to be aware that you are totally in this. And, um, and so, um, so the, in the suddenlies, I just wanted to give you a definition of what those were so that you can be thinking about some of the suddenlies that happened in your life. So it was February of, uh, February 12th, 2017, 
and um, and Chris was saying that we're Chris Valentin was saying we are in a Cairo season, and three characteristics of the Cairo season are divine acceleration, suddenlies, unusual occurrences, things that never happen, occurs against ridiculous odds, supernatural intervention, things that come about make no earthly sense, and so a. a a chronos moment, a chronos time, he was defining it as, is life is just happening to you. Whereas in a kairos time, divine favor or decrees meets divine opportunity. And I wish, looking back, I was like, I wish I had thought more about what he was actually saying and thought about that and held on to that for my own life. Because the months after that, I was swirling again going, what am I doing? What am I waiting for? Why God? Why? Why this? Why that? And, um, and if I had just looked at my notes, you know, the prophetic had said, it's something will be happening. And be ready for it. So... I am amazed, as I think back on last year and some of the testimonies that we heard from this very pulpit and um, in some of your lives. And, um, And I just want to refresh your memory because as these things are happening and as you remember that these suddenlies are happening, that... God's going to call you into the game. And you know what? You are going to be ready to receive whatever it is. You're going to be able to move with him when Holy Spirit taps your shoulder and says, get in the game. So um, some of them are, I mean, they're just the wild things. Like there are several, one of the, uh, one of the fun ones, well, they're all fun. Um, on Facebook, um, Elisa um, Hardesty, she shared how she was given a, a prophetic word three years ago to, she was going to lead worship for um, somewhere with her daughters. And three years later, she is accepting a position to do that very thing. And so on Facebook, she's sharing, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm stepping into a prophetic word that I was given three years ago. Um, I don't, um, Domily. Um, who um, helps lead worship up here every now and then. But she has always had it in her heart to be a worship leader. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but she's leading worship out of, uh, at a church in Palo Alto. And this, that just happened this year, right? And it was like, and then she was there. She was there. She was ready for that moment. But in that moment, in the waiting, all these changes are happening in, in your heart. In that time before that moment happens, you're being prepped for that, for just that moment that you're going to, and then you're going to say, then you're going to go through that door. So others, um, other amazing testimonies, Todd and his team, Todd, Karina, Sierra, and Zach went to Uganda in May of 2017 and what a change they saw in three short years of ministering there. They saw freedom happen for so many youth. 
they saw it's they you know they just introduced him to a fire tunnel and the kids went bonkers they loved it they they got so much freedom and healing through the teaching that Todd and Karina brought but that was in 3 short years and in another um a Uganda testimony pastor Fred was here and he was telling us about how um in um like less than less than 3 months his production of his coffee bean farm, and that's, this is a long story, and it's a great story, but the production of his coffee, coffee bean farm went from 1.5 million tons to 50, ta- 50 million tons or something like that, something outrageous in two short months. And it was after dedicating the coffee farm and all this. It's a great story. So if you can find it on our podcast, he, he tells it. But that's That's just Fred being in a place and God blessing what he is doing, and he steps into that suddenly. There's Pastor Nabil from Jordan who recently had an interaction with the royal family that came to his little school, which is, by the way, on the radar now in all of Europe as one of the best um, college prep, uh, American schools in um, in well in um, in Europe in but it specifically in Jordan and that was just in this this last year for him. Um, our own Pastor Karina, amazing amazing woman of God, she has had doors open for her in the schools where she well not preaches she shares a message of freedom and justice. And she's had so many opportunities to do that now. Um, another fun one is, um, um, I don't know if you, you guys remember this, but Candy McHugh came up. Candy McHugh's a nurse, and she shared, I think she she's in the neonatal department, and she shared that a little baby was raised from the dead. They worked on him for 40 years, for 40 years, for 40 minutes. <laughs> I know. God's still working on me, yeah, 50 years later. Anyway, 40 minutes. But he came back to life, and he is doing well. He is thriving. So is, I mean, okay, resurrection. I'm taking resurrection stories. I am claiming all of these for me because whatever happens in this house is a testimony that you can share and that you can see in your own life. And then recently, Brent and I, um, I mean, a couple of friends have told us about them. They, they've stepped into, they just showed up where God told them to go. One person is in Rwanda and the other person is in Puerto Rico. And um, God told them, we're going to go, and we're not exactly sure what we're going to do there, but this is, we're going to go. They go, and all of a sudden, doors are opening for them to speak to government officials. They're speaking to influential people of these areas where they're ministering, and they just, it's because they just showed up, and, and God said, okay. Son, daughter, this is your time. This is it. Come through the door with me. And, um, and, and another fun, uh, 
fun testimony is um, they shared at the leaders of the, I think Bill shared it, from Bill Johnson shared at the leaders' advance um, a couple months ago or, that um, there is going to be a Bethel conference in Dubai, <laughs> the capital of the United Emirates, right? A Bethel conference in Dubai, a Christian conference in Dubai. Right? And I don't know if you guys read like, um, like magazines or uh, the Christian magazines or something um, or on newsletters, but there are so many of our Christian leaders who have met with the Pope recently, right? With the Pope. Chris, was, Chris Valentin was one of them, and I know that there were others, uh, Stacey Campbell, you know, all these, all these fun people that you just go, what? They met with the Pope? And, and, um, and we have heard that there are um, people of uh, kingdom influence that are even uh, have the ear of our own governmental leaders here in the United States. Come on. Right? Right? People are stepping through doors. It's that season. This, this is that. We are b- being positioned. You are being positioned. Yeah, you know, um, um, Bill uh, alluded to this um, in his message um, a few weeks ago. Bill Hernandez, sorry, I'm not talking about a whole bunch of bills, but Bill Hernandez um, alluded that, you know, we've, been, we've all been working through our stuff, but you know what? It's for a purpose. It's not, it's not just for you. It's not just for you anymore. And you will. He will. You know, this, yeah, this season is hard. That season is hard, but, you know, this, what we have been trying to um, open up for you is this outrageous father that loves us and that message, his message of love and grace and mercy is the message that's going to last, that's going to speak to those who are hungry and coming in and wanting, wanting to know what that love is and wanting and to experience it. So I just want to encourage you that it is it is unto something what you're going through the trials and the the trials but also the victories it is unto something and it may just it may happen right at your workplace at your desk Michelle just shared some a fun one with me and just shared how a neighbor who never asks her for prayer asked her to pray for him like right, right, and it's like pray for healing even, yeah. And it was just a neighbor that you know that she just sees and you know the kind of you know the high by kind of thing. But there she was, she was there to offer hope to this, to this, uh, to this person. 
after one of Sean Boltz's teachings at that Open Heavens conference, I wrote a note to myself, and I said, Suzanne, your destiny is the people you'll love. Because I, you know, just like you guys, you know, you always, I wonder, what's my destiny? What is that word? I think I asked, uh, I asked Paul Young when he was here the other month, and I said, what is destiny? And uh, I kind of really don't remember what he said, because I wasn't sure what he was saying, but because you know how some definitions, I'm like, God, Lord, help me understand, but uh, maybe I will someday. Maybe I'll have my own definition for destiny. But I'm, I'm getting inklings of it, and I know the Lord is, is leading me towards it. So in this last, um, in this last uh, season, the Lord, and I've had several dreams, lots of dreams, but um, two of them dealt with or showed me that the Lord really wants to partner with me. In one dream, Jesus, well, it wasn't even my dream. It was a prophetic word that a friend gave me and uh, blew me away um, the way that weekend was orchestrated. I got to watch a friend's um, uh, ballroom dance recital. And um, and in it, I just love... Uh, I've seen myself dancing with Jesus, you know, and the whole ballroom dance thing with the cool dress and the cool shoes and all that good stuff. And, um, and that same weekend, a friend prophesies and says, she, she kneels before me and she says, and Jesus says to you, Suzanne, come dance with me. I'm like, okay, Lord, I think you're talking to me. I, I think I'm hearing you. And then there was another dream where um, this time it's, uh, it's Jesus again. And uh, Jesus wants me to help him with the laundry. He wants me to help him with his laundry. Brand spanking new, you know, washer and dryer, really cool, high tech. And um, and then Father says to me, Father God says to me, do you know how to use OnStar? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what OnStar is, but I'm sure I'm going to find out. And you're going to help me, Lord, because I'm not sure what that is. But So Jesus is asking me to partner with them to help with the laundry. And I know you uh, prophetic types and dream interpreters, you know, probably have a have an um, interpretation for that, but what I took it is he wants me to help partner, partner with him. And then in another dream, and it was interesting who the character of uh, uh, Father God was, was in this dream, it was Bill Johnson. I love Bill. He, he is a father in the, in the faith to me. Anyway, um, Father God asks me to help organize the shoes Okay, I'll go organize shoes. But um, another part of the dream was that, um, so 
Father wanted me to place my hand on him because I brought him peace. And, uh, and he wanted me to partner with him in one thing, but then at the same time, there was still a gift that I could give him. And that happened just in the last couple of months. This is, this is coming fast and furious, you guys. Fast and furious. You know, and, it's, and, and God's accelerating us into, into a certain time. And, um, and I can totally relate. <laughs> when I wasn't here when uh, Bill Hernandez preached, but he talked about wanting to party. Wanting to party with Holy Spirit. And um, last night, um, I, 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 my job is a lot of admin, and I was at, at the point of finishing a huge project, and I put on party music because it was like it was building up to, I am almost done, I'm almost done with this, and it was that kind of anticipation that it's coming to something. This is coming to something. The Holy Spirit is going to start touching us. He's going to start moving, and we're going to be ready to get in the game. Yeah, we've been sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, we've been cheerleading. But at the same time, he's going to want us all cylinders, all, all cylinders go. So I just want to encourage with you that. I mentioned the term... Um, Fast and Furious, and I don't know if you guys have seen the series or if you've, uh, or if I'm giving spoilers. But anyway, um, a lot about some, a lot of that movie um, that runs through that movie is a theme of family. And, and as I was preparing for tonight, I was thinking, gosh, I am so glad that I I've got you guys because who else can I share? these, you know, the trials and the victories with, but you guys who have a grid for it, right? Because it's, it's easy to tell somebody else, and this is what I'm going through, but and da-da-da-da-da, but if they don't have a grid for it, they might go, oh, that's too bad, or oh, that's nice, but they won't know the depth and intensity of what it is you're sharing of what you're going through. And so I need you guys. I need you guys on this journey with me. We all need each other because we're going somewhere together. It's a good, it's a good journey to be on. Yeah, it's going to be hard because, and part of that is the maturing. When um, back on December thirtieth, we had an extended night of worship, and um, Brent's worship set started off with two songs, the old some oldies. Um, throwbacks back in the day, and uh, one was Days of Elijah, and the other one was Open Up the Doors, um, that we were singing 20 years ago. 20. I'm like, what? And then I thought about it, I'm like, oh yeah, it was. I actually looked up that Days of Elijah was written in 1995, and so we were singing it back then, you guys. And um, so in this, during the service, I am, 
I'm, I, the song comes up, and yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nostalgic because it's a former worship team that we've had, and they were, they were up there together. But then I find myself just sobbing, some deep, heartfelt sobs. I'm like, well, gosh, this song's never hit me like this before. But what I think it was, and if I'm putting the pieces together, it's like those songs that we were declaring back then, whatever we were singing back then, because it was a lot about revival, a lot about getting in the river, a lot about Jesus and his authority and power. And, um, And I felt like this is that time. All that we've been singing about, the, the, the experiences we've had in the last 20 years are getting us ready for this moment in time that we feel that a lot of people feel is going to happen. It is imminent. If it's happening to me, it's going to happen to you. It's not just, you know, I'm standing right here, you know, and a lot of you know who I am. So for me to say that, it's like, that's only one person removed. It's not like six, you know, six degrees of separation. Oh, that happened way up in Bethel. No, it's happening here. It's happening here. It's happening in your life. And if we had time to listen to all of your testimonies, you would have victories in there along with some of the hard stuff. And you are being groomed. You are going to step into this moment. Brett and I had an opportunity last week, last weekend, and um, to, to preview a movie and um, basically screen a movie. And um, basically what it was, it, it, what it comes down to is uh, this person, this group of people was ready to step into a moment without thinking about it and did something crazy amazing. And it's all because they were just, they were, these guys were um, vacationing, backpacking through Europe. And all of a sudden, the Lord had them in a certain place in time and did something crazy amazing. And when I talked, I talked to one of the, um, the guys later, and I asked him, one of the, one of the actual, um, I will call him a hero, Okay, in the from the movie, and uh, and I asked him. I said, "Did you think that this was that moment that you were that this was a moment you've been waiting for all your life?" And he said, "No. I was just there, and I just did it. I just he was there. He he moved with what he knew he wanted to do. There was always something in his heart to do something like what he did." Um, I don't want to give it away because, what? Oh, um, the movie was 1517 to Paris. So, um, but, you know, to, to get it straight from the horse's mouth, no, I didn't know. I was just there. The door opened for me. I stepped through it. So Brent and I are later going, Lord, well, why did we, why did we go to this movie? I mean, we're, you know, it was nice to meet the actors and stuff like that, but why do we go? And then we started hearing more testimonies of friends, partners in ministry 
that are stepping through doors because they're right there. And God opens the door, and they're ready, and they're waiting, and they move. So I want to encourage you with that, that take a look at how God's been speaking to you. And, you know, he has been. He has been. I, I always wondered if he, you know, it's like, Lord, are you speaking to me? Are you speaking to me? And as I journaled, as I realized, he is. And I've got to pay more attention to what he's saying. So I just want to, in your, um, in your sleep, in your rest, that your spirit be ready to receive what he has, what he wants to say to you, and what he might be leading you towards and getting you ready for. This is unto something. There are so many people who are hungry for this kind of connection, for this kind of love. And as you share it, as you share who the true heart of the Father is, and a love that just reaches out to his fam, you are going to see you stepping into what he's called you to. And I hope you recognize it. So in your dreams, in your sleep, I pray that um, your spirit is quickened, that even now, even now, that you will be alert, that you will want that, that you're Spirit wants this. At first, I thought, well, maybe I just didn't want this. And then, um, and then I realized, no, this is what I want. Because I want to be the real me. There was another, another quote, and I'll end with this, that um, Sean Bolt shared also at that Awakening uh, Open Heavens Conference. And he said, Step into Jesus' faith and feel like the true you. So I just want to bless you with that. That he is, he is doing, he is doing something. He's doing a great work. Eric Johnson ended the uh, the worship time with um, Psalm 138.8. And um, and I forgot it, but it's about praying and asking the Lord to, it's from the Passion Translation, and asking the Lord to finish what he started, that he has started a good work in you, and that he will complete it. You just have to go along for the ride and be aware that you're on the ride, Right? So I just want to encourage you guys with that. So we're going to start to just wrap this up. And um, I just, uh, Father, we just thank you for the the encouragement. And uh, God, thanks for helping us stay in the game. Because it really is even... All of it's a gift from you, Lord. Everything we have is a gift from you, including the ability just to persevere, to stay in the game. So we thank you, Jesus. We thank you. And what we're saying, what we're saying, Lord, is that we agree with you that this is a very special time and um, that we need you. And we're just, our spirits are excited that, that 
we're in a truly an amazing time in, in kingdom history. And God, our answer is yes. We're right here. And as you open the doors, we're going to walk through with you. And I want you all to understand something, that this is not a pressure thing. This is actually an, uh, an intimacy thing. It's why the Lord's been drawing you into intimacy, so that you will hear his voice, because you do hear his voice. And so that when he opens an opportunity up for you, you're going to know it. Your spirit's going to know it. And you're going to have the courage to walk with him through those doors. This is what's going to happen. If you're not already seeing it, you will very shortly. So God, thank you. That's our answer is yes. Lord, we need you. We want you. And I would say, if you're wondering, well, what, what can I do to prepare? The best thing you can do always to prepare is draw closer to Jesus. Draw closer to the one who is working all things out. Just draw close to him because as you do, you're going to be encouraged and you're going to hear his voice. You're going to know this is that time. So I, I felt tonight like um, I, I know that uh, the parents, you know, you this is that time to go get your kids. And um, I just wanted to uh, to uh, worship some more about uh, about inviting Jesus in. But I also want to make sure that we get uh, prayer tonight. And um, so if you need prayer, I guess I would just ask even if the, the prayer teams could come up. And uh, for some of you, if you need prayer, we want to make sure that you have that. We're, uh, we're just seeing more and more miracles. That is a true statement. We're seeing more and more miracles. Uh, there are many times when Matt and Chris will, will talk to me the, you know, the day after and, and tell me some of the stories that they're hearing. Some of the ones that they're experiencing as they pray for people and also the stories that are being shared with them. And there, there are certain nights, um, uh, certain nights where they say that every, every person they pray for is getting healed. Everyone. So I'm not saying that that happens every night. What I am saying is healing is increasing dramatically. So if you need uh, healing in your body, if you need, if there's something you're struggling with, you know, even something like an addiction or anything like that. These, these teams are safe. They will pray with you. They will love you. They will encourage you. This is the time to get ready, to get your hearts ready. And the only person that can do it is Jesus. We cannot get ourselves ready. You know that, right? We can't do it. We just give our, we just turn our hearts over to Jesus and we let him do it. And if you're just needing some Jesus time right now, just like right now for you, um, I just encourage you to stay in your seat for a little bit. I mean, you're welcome to, um, you know, to greet other people. But if you just need some time to soak, um, that's what I'm doing right now. I just want to, I want to pray some songs and invite Jesus to impact you right now, right now, right now. So if you need prayer, go ahead and come on up as we're worshiping. And if you, if you need to go, you're free to do that as well. Thank you.